Welcome to the Northbound Wealth Podcast. All opinions expressed by me, my co-hosts, or my guests are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Northbound Wealth Management. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended as personalized recommendations or fiduciary advice. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for any investment, accounting, legal, and tax advice or as a solicitation to offer or buy any securities. Clients of Northbound Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Hello, everyone. This is November 27th, Northbound Wealth Management Weekly Market Insights. Short week, strong for stocks. Let's dive in. Investor enthusiasm for stocks remained strong last week, buoyed by declining bond yields in a holiday abbreviated trading week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average picked up 1.27%, while the S&P 500 gained 1%. The NASDAQ index rose 0.89% for the week. The MSCI EFA index, which tracks developed overseas stock markets, was flat at about 0.03%. So the Dow, what does it mean? It closed last week at 35390 Year-to-date in 2023, that's up 6.77%. The NASDAQ closed at 14,250. That's up 36.16% for the year so far. That's a good year. MSCI EFA closed at 2,101. It's up 8.10%. Not bad for the international markets, given that they've been in, they haven't done well for, for many, many decades. So S&P 500 closed at 4,559. That's up 18.75% for the year. So the equity markets, particularly in the United States, have done well uh, coming off of a really horrible year in 2022. I know it's quick to forget, but uh, we had a, one of the worst years in the bond market was down, I think the ag was down to like 16% uh, in 2022. And then in 2022, of course, we all know that the equity markets were down quite a bit, well over 20, 30% for the NASDAQ. So and the S&P was down over 20. So here we are kind of making up from what happened in 2022 here in 2023. And then everybody is kind of trying to figure out 2024 coming up. So finally, the 10-year treasury note closed at 4.47%. The 10-year note actually did touch 5% uh, not long ago. And then it's kind of had a rally, meaning the yields have gone down and prices have gone back up for the bond market. But uh, that 10-year note, we want to pay attention to. Um, and it sounds like the Fed is beating on inflation. So we'll, we'll cover that here shortly. So falling yields lift stocks. That's part of the headline. The stock market continue to look toward the bond market for direction responding positively to bond yields that fell steadily for much of the week. A successful 20-year Treasury note auction on Monday triggered a decline in bond yields. This is all last week. The release of the minutes from the Fed's last meeting buoyed investor optimism that the potential for further rate hikes was diminishing. Investor sentiment was also lifted by the earnings results from a leading megacap AI-enabled chip maker that topped analysts' expectations, bolstering the narrative of AI's potential to help corporate profits. That, that company that I'm referring to is NVIDIA. Despite a higher turn in bond yields on the final half day of trading, stocks retained the week's gains. 
Fed minutes. Minutes from the October 31st through November 1st meeting of the FOMC were released last week, providing insight into the decision not to raise rates and its thinking on future direction of interest rates. The minutes reflected concerns by committee members that inflation remains stubborn and may move higher. The minutes also reaffirmed the messaging of many Fed officials, including Fed Chair Powell, that monetary policy must remain restrictive until they are convinced inflation will be on track for the Fed's 2% target. They further said that future rate decisions will be based on fresh economic data, offering no indication that a rate cut was forthcoming, as many analysts are increasingly anticipating that for 2024. So this week, key economic data, new home sales, consumer confidence, gross domestic product or GDP, personal income and outlays, jobless claims, Institute for Supply Management, Manufacturing Index or the ISM Index, all of that happening Monday through Friday this week. And also notable companies reporting earnings this week, Wednesday, Dollar Tree and Synopsys. Thursday, Salesforce, Marvell Technology, and Dell Technologies. And that's the notable companies for this week. Um, All right. Tax tip of the week. Start a new business off on the right foot versus the wrong one or not one at all. Starting a new business, you guys, there are some important tax tips to know to set yourself up for success. Here are some tips that the IRS shares for new business owners. Choose the right business structure. The form of business determines which income tax return a business taxpayer needs to file. The most common business structures are sole proprietorships, a partnership, a corporation, an S-corp, and then finally the infamous LLC. Apply for a EIN number, which is an employer identification number. An EIN is used to identify a business. Most businesses need an EIN to file their taxes, obviously, and to do business, period, get licenses and stuff like that. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax professional. And this tip was adapted from irs.gov. All right, stay tuned for the next segment. What to know when your child turns 18? Handling healthcare, academics, and finances together. As your child blows out the candles on their 18th birthday, you may still see your baby girl or boy, but in the eyes of the law, your child is considered a legal adult in most states. This means they can vote, buy a lottery ticket, or get a tattoo without your permission, even if you've been prepping them for what life has in store many Young adults and their parents are surprised to learn the responsibilities they will assume independently, including managing their own healthcare, academics, and finances. Parents are sometimes surprised to learn that after their child turns 18, they can no longer make doctor's appointments for them or speak with their child's doctor, even if that child is on their insurance plan. They may also not know that they lose their ability to directly access school grades or assist their children with money management. Therefore, it is wise 
to understand what changes when your child hits this milestone birthday and determine if you and your child want to take any actions to maintain your involvement. Following are three areas we recommend reviewing together. Healthcare. Your child's doctor can't speak with you or share records without permission. Even if that child is still on your insurance, how can you prepare? Good question. Speak to your child about signing a HIPAA authorization document. The Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, or HIPAA, is the privacy law that prevents healthcare providers from disclosing your child's current medical condition or medical records to you. If you and your child decide to share healthcare decisions, they can sign a HIPAA authorization document, which you can keep on file. If there are certain areas you don't wish to be involved in, this authorization document can be limited in scope or exclude specific topics. Consider a healthcare power of attorney. You are likely the point of contact in case of an emergency. If an emergency does come to pass, you and your child may benefit from having a healthcare power of attorney, also known as a healthcare proxy. This document allows you to make important healthcare decisions on behalf of an adult child who may be physically or mentally unable to decide independently. Academics. So once your child turns 18, you will no longer have access to their educational records. For many parents, this access is essential to their agreement to pay educational costs. So how can you prepare? Acquire written consent for educational records. The Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act, or FERPA, requires that students over 18 give written consent before their school release any educational records, including GPA, credits, scholarship status, disciplinary action, tuition information, and records maintained by the campus health clinic. A FERPA authorization will allow you access to these records. Finances. In most states, 18-year-olds can apply for credit cards, open bank or brokerage accounts, sign contracts, purchase real estate, or even apply for a mortgage. Depending on the state, your child may also automatically assume control over any Uniform Gifts to Minors Act or UGMA or UTMA, Uniform Transfers to Minors Acts accounts and Roth IRA accounts in their name. It's called Age of Majority. These responsibilities and the temptation that comes with them may be too much for some young adults to handle by themselves initially. So how can you prepare? Well, consider a financial power of attorney. Like a healthcare proxy, a financial power of attorney allows you to make financial decisions for your child and access their financial records and accounts. With this document, you can help your child with their financial affairs, pay student loan bills, cover car payments, check bank balances, and pay taxes. Exercising this authority may help your child make more informed financial decisions. UGMA and UTMA accounts are all purpose savings and investment accounts and are often used to save for college. They take the form of a trust. Using a trust involves a complex set of tax rules and regulations. Before moving forward with a trust, consider working with a professional who is familiar with the rules and regulations. To qualify for the tax-free and penalty-free withdrawal of earnings, Roth IRA distributions must meet a five-year holding requirement and occur after the age of 59 and a half. Tax-free and penalty-free withdrawals 
can also be made under certain other circumstances, such as the owner's death. The original Roth IRA owner is not required to make a minimum annual withdrawals. So as your child approaches 18, plan more than the party. You've done a great job raising your child and giving them the tools they need to live a happy and successful life. If they are close to turning 18, you should take the opportunity to sit down and coach them on their transition to full medical, academic, and financial autonomy. As financial professionals, we can help suggest strategies to stay involved in important aspects of your child's life. We are also happy to work with your attorney to ensure everyone is on the same page. Please contact us if you'd like to decide or figure this out in more detail. On to the next segment. So as we get ready to turn the page on 2023 and welcome a new year with all its possibilities, we'd like to take some time and reflect on the year that was, the notable events, trends, and developments that defined our economics, policy, business, and culture, and look a bit into the future to see what 2024 might bring. So 2023 in review, as far as the economy and the markets are concerned, the economic picture in 2023 continued to be dominated by inflation and the Federal Reserve's response to it. Inflation declined from 40-year highs, but remained above the Fed's 2% target. This led to more short-term interest rate hikes, with the federal fund's effective rate reaching a 22-year high of between 5.25% and 5.5% as we approach year's end. Stocks rebounded from the bear market of 2022 and rallied during the first half of 2023. Stocks pulled back during the fall due to concerns about the outlook for inflation and fear that the Federal Reserve may keep short-term interest rates, quote-unquote, higher for longer than the market anticipated. In March, a few regional banks, beset by poor internal decision-making and risk controls, were moved into receivership by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC. The issues came first to light with Silvergate Bank and Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB, the latter catering to venture capital technology companies in Silicon Valley. With $209 billion in assets, SVB was the second largest U.S. bank failure ever. But moves by the Federal Reserve, the FDIC, and the Treasury Department appeared to avert a contagion of bank runs. Large money center banks also worked together to help manage the situation. Any companies mentioned are for illustrative purposes only and should not be considered as a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Any investment should be consistent with your objectives, time frame, and risk tolerance. So labor disputes. <clears throat> The Riders Guild of America went on strike in an effort to help seek protection against the use of artificial intelligence and to seek increases in compensation for streamed content. The Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists also went on strike for higher pay, residual pay for streaming shows, protection from AI, and improved conditions for virtual auditions. The United Auto Workers Union, or UAW, also went on strike, hitting the big three U.S. car makers simultaneously for the first time. 
The UAW's key demands included wage increases, reinstating cost of living protections, and job security in the transition to electric vehicles or EVs. So what's up with the government? Well, we got we to gotta cover that. A Republican majority in the House of Representatives set the stage for a divided government in 2023, with Democrats retaining control of the Senate and the presidency. Some legislation stalled. Gridlock also created disputes over the debt ceiling and the government spending as the two parties negotiated. The government continued to support aid to Ukraine in its war against Russia. However, as the war continued, questions about the level and accountability of spending going forward have been raised, and not to mention the Hamas attack on Israel, which resulting in the Hamas and Israel getting into a war that we have yet to kind of go over a little bit here. Um, But moving on business and technology trends. So remote and hybrid work became standard for many, despite some corporations attempting to reverse this trend and get staff into the office, AI and machine learning went mainstream with the mania surrounding chat GPT launched late last year. Chat GPT reached hundred million active users in just two months, making it the fastest growing consumer application in history. AI has gained the attention of corporate leaders, scientists, government regulators, and the public. As previously mentioned, any companies mentioned are for illustrative purposes only. Sales of fully EVs in the U.S. are expected to break the 1 million vehicle barrier in 2023 for the first time ever. Price cuts, wider variety, and more government and manufacturing incentives have helped boost EV sales, so subsidies. Um, Let's see, globally, Russia's invasion of Ukraine entered its second year. Meanwhile, tensions grew between U.S. and China over China's stance towards Taiwan. North Korea ramped up missile tests to historic levels. King Charles III was crowned in May following the death of Queen Elizabeth II, the U.K.'s longest reigning monarch. Human interest. There was always something for everyone when it came to human interest stories and pop culture in 2023. Succession bowed out with a riveting finale, and Elon Musk continued to make the headlines with X, which is formerly known as Twitter, and Peace appeared to return to the golf world when the PGA and Live tours merged. But what happened in movie theaters and concert venues over the summer had real-world implications, according to Morgan Stanley. There was a notable impact on consumer spending and the broader economy in the third quarter due to Taylor Swift's and Beyonce's tours, as well as a uh, movie blockbusters Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie became the highest-grossing release in the U.S. this year and together with Oppenheimer contributed to the fourth-biggest opening weekend box office in U.S. history. Taylor Swift's and Beyonce's tours filled stadiums nationwide, with Swift's tour gaining particular attention for its costly resale market and ticket purchasing fiasco. And when the budding romance between Swift and football player Travis Kelsey took over the headlines in the sports and entertainment worlds, the power of her influence was immediately felt with the price of Kelsey's Kansas City jersey shooting up 400%. So what to watch for in 2024? As far as the economy is concerned, the outlook. The Fed is expected to keep rates elevated longer 
than many anticipated to get inflation down to its 2% target. This has pressured the housing market and other interest rate sensitive parts of the economy. With 2024 being a presidential election year, markets will be watching closely. The S&P 500 has had a positive return in 19 of the last 23 election years since 1928, or 83% of the time. Past performance obviously does not guarantee future results. So policy and regulatory outlook. With a split Congress, major legislation may be limited. All attention will turn to the 2024 elections where the presidency, the entire House of Representatives, and 34 Senate seats will be on the ballot. The balance of power is expected to have far-reaching implications on everything from taxes to immigration to climate policy. Expect markets to anticipate results and try to determine which industries and companies could be in or out of favor. So 2024 tax policy outlook. The divided government makes it difficult to reach a consensus on tax code changes. Still, the pending 2025 expiration of many of the provisions of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, or TCGA, of 2017 may be a point of debate. If not extended, there could be implications for capital gains levels, estate tax exemptions, state and local tax deductions, and individual rates and brackets. When passed in 2017, the TCGA lowered most individual income tax rates, including the top marginal rate from 39.6% to 37%. The law maintained the seven-bracket rate structure, but the income thresholds were updated. So business and technology trends in 2024. AI may become more mainstream as industries consider using the technology to streamline operations and increase efficiency. While there are no concerns about job losses and other disruptions, AI may have benefits in healthcare and in education in those two spaces. AI is not going away and its societal implications are unfolding in real time. EV sales should continue to grow as long as the incentives remain high, cost comes down, and uh, charging infrastructure improves. No kidding, that needs to really happen if we're going to really have high adoption. Uh, let's see, more human interest. Next year, you'll see the Summer Olympics in Paris. Movie theaters will be busy with big screen adaptation of the Broadway musical Wicked, Dune, Part 2, and a truckload of superhero animated and horror movie sequels. On television, get ready for new seasons of House of Dragons, Stranger Things, and Squid Game. And mark your calendar for April 8th, when a total solar eclipse will be viewable in the central and northeastern U.S. So whether it was your best year or a less than perfect year, 2023 was far from boring. There was plenty of economic uncertainty with the longer term impact of higher interest rates still to be seen. We will have to see if the Fed can pull off a soft landing and keep the country out of recession. Meanwhile, the presidential election will start to gain momentum early in the year, which may add to the uncertainty. As financial professionals, one of our jobs is to help clients better understand how current events can influence financial markets. Let us take this opportunity to wish you a happy holiday season and a safe and prosperous new year as we head into the final weeks of 2023 and the beginning of 2024. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next time on 
the Northbound Wealth Podcast, Weekly Market Insights with your host, Brent Foster, signing off. Like and subscribe.